What's up? This is Adam Albright from Dope Sick, and you're listening to House of Noise Podcast. Welcome to the House of Noise podcast. Welcome. How are you doing? I'm doing great on this cold, rainy. Oh, I was asking the, the listeners. Oh, well, fuck you then. <laughs> well, I suppose they, can, suppose they can't really answer me, though, can they? No, they can't. I'm a listener. I'm pretending I'm a listener. Yeah, I'm doing great Hi, here listener. in Michigan. Hi, it's like shitty and cold out the window, but glad to hear your uh, podcast going on there. Eh? So, buddy? We got to interview uh, Adam. From Dope Sick. Yes. With their uh, new uh, release, A Violent Happy Place. Yeah. And uh, you can hear it on Spotify because that's where I was listening to it from. And there are some really deep tracks on you there, but it's, it's awesome. After this interview, you need to listen to that acoustic version. I, I do. I of, do. Uh, what was the name of the song? Uh, Phone Call to Heaven. So very uh, tearjerker. It almost made me cry. It's a very, uh, very close, very personal song, but it has the messages, one we can all relate to, I think. So, uh, yeah, this was a fun interview. I had a lot of fun Definitely. talking to me Adam. too. Me too. Um, I mean, we went with some, we got into <laughs> some of the generic stuff that we always get into that we have to get into kind of, but mm-hmm. you know, we got into some deep stuff at the end there. Yeah. It got really fun. He, Adam is cool as hell, man. He's real. I mean, he is a real honest, genuine dude and I would love to, to meet him and, and, um, yeah, he's an animal lover, obviously, and, and I have to I have to look at the history of Frank. Hey, I need to plug hey. I need to plug us real quick. So okay. we do have merchandise available. I'm gonna try to get it up on the website as soon as possible, but because I'm really slacking on the website. But uh, you know, you can always go to the House of Noise Facebook page. I got all the pricing and all that posted up on there, so you can always look for it. We have T-shirts made of myself and. My lovely co-host, Aww. Jenna, over here. Um, flipping the bird. Yep. Flipping the bird. We don't, we don't give a fuck. No, I'm just That's kidding. right. But, uh, you know, we, uh, we also got picks. We got necklaces that I made from the picks, too. So, yeah, go check it out. Check us out. It helps us. So. Me and him. We hope you enjoy this episode of House of Noise. I was going to say, you had to think about that. <laughs> well, when we interview... Adam Albright from Dope Sick. Enjoy. Bye. Hello, Adam. Hello. Hey. All right. Hey. That was a little confusing. I, I went. My through, bad. Yeah, I went through the emails and I'm like, I don't think you gave him the number. <laughs> My bad. I'm sorry. No, I never got a number or anything. Uh, do I need to be on computer or am I okay? You are A-OK. Oh, this is good. Killer. Yeah. <laughs> sorry about that, buddy. Yeah, so- that was confusing. That, that's all right. I was, I was like, these people are calling me. And then I tried to call the Skype number and it didn't answer. So. Aw. Whatever. Well, well we're... Cool. Yeah, no, we are. I am too. I am too. In fact, um, I uh, appreciate your love of uh, radio. So I think that's a. Uh, I think you and I are kindred spirits, my friend, in, as far as music goes. Uh, 
Uh, all right. <laughs> well, first and foremost, you know, welcome to House of Noise podcast, and thank you for coming on the show and talking to us about, you know, your band and, and you. You know, that's the most important part of this. Exactly. Well, thank you. So um, I want to... I'm in an AA meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, my name's Jim. <laughs> I'm an addict. I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> well, we are addicted to music. At? So we are in Novi. We're about 45 minutes outside of Detroit. Oh, cool. Right so, on. Yeah, yeah. We're really not too far from the D. So, uh, not too far. Yeah. Close enough. Yeah. Close enough to Motown. <laughs> Is it cold up there right now? Oh, it's snowing and, and uh, yeah, it's crap. It's poop. I hate this weather. Right. I hate winter. It's absolutely. Oh. I won't tell you guys. Yeah, yeah I'm in. Uh, are you? Um, no, brother, I lived in San Diego for a couple of years, so I know. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not even wintertime. We don't have a winter this year. Oh, that's so nice. I'm a little jealous, just slightly. <laughs> I like the snow, though. I mean, I wouldn't want to dig out to go to work, but oh. I mean, it's a uh, it's cool when it does happen. Yeah, here. it is. I mean, it is pretty and it's pure and you know that kind of thing and. I, I could tolerate if it lasted for about a second and then it was gone the next day. <laughs> well, the funny story is after I, I after I left San Diego, the year after I left, it actually snowed down there. And when people when it would rain, people would lose their minds. And I just I can imagine if there was snow on the ground, it would probably shut down you know schools and all the government buildings and everything. <laughs> Well, when it snows, I mean, when it uh, rains in L.A., it's out of control. I live in Joshua Tree, so I'm like two hours out of the out of L.A. Oh, but uh, oh. it snowed out here twice since I've been out here, and it's awesome because I mean, it's just the desert and it's cactuses and stuff, and then all of a sudden, it's fucking white. Right. You know, and it's, it's it's cool. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I like the. Are we allowed uh, to say bad words? Oh yes, oh yes. We okay. uh, bring it on. We we uh, we say bad words too. In fact, my favorite word is fuck. So um. <laughs> say that quite a lot <laughs> sometimes you need to the situation calls for it you know it does i find it in traffic a lot oh goodness yeah especially around here people drive nutso in michigan it's like they see snow or rain and they don't don't know what to do and they yeah there's a lot of uh cursing and going what the hell are you doing you don't know traffic until you've been on the five true until you've been where until you've been on the five yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to drive that shit every day. I hated it. Bumper to yeah, bumper. LA traffic is horrible. I was in there last night. Uh, we practice in Hollywood, so oh, if I go okay. to practice, it's a long drive. And uh, it just fucking wears me out. I mean, I was like in the car for five hours last night, six hours. Oh, so that, my that's, God. See, that's, that's when you get a motorcycle. Then you just zip by everybody. Nah, I don't fucking, I don't, I'm scared to death. I'd crash in five minutes on that one. But yeah, yeah. I see him going right by me. I see him going by me. I move over and shit, let him do it. Yeah, I'm not a fan of motorcycles either, Adam, so I, I'm right there with you. Nah. I love them. Especially not for a musician. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I like, I used to race dirt bikes, but not for a, not for a musician or, yeah. you know. Yeah. So. So, right. I, uh, but, oh, go ahead. I, um. But. I uh, wanted to say I absolutely love uh, A Violent Happy Place, and I just, all the tracks in there, I was actually listening to it on Spotify, and uh, one of my favorite tracks is Phone Call to Heaven. 
Oh, cool. Yeah, that one like makes me want to cry. It's such a beautiful, beautiful song. But was that um, written in addressing someone in particular? Because it sounds like it's maybe, you know, it's about passing someone passing on. And so I just wondered if it was a sure. family member. I, uh... I, did you listen to both versions? There's an acoustic version. No, I didn't. End. I didn't get a chance to listen to the acoustic one. Did you check that one out? It's cool. It's got uh, Cameron Stone that played the Game of Thrones theme. Oh, he nice. plays cello on that. It's fucking. It's awesome. Damn. That was cool. Very cool. And it's a it's a completely different vocal, and uh, it's a you know it's a way different version, but it's it's cool. Um, I write all the music, and then John writes all the lyrics. Oh, okay. Um, and sometimes if you know, I always write and I have some idea, but he's, he can write <coughs> to whatever. So I'll just kind of give him an idea sometimes, but, um, phone call was all his stuff. And I think it's about one of his old friends, a guy named Matt, I think is what he mm. is, what he wrote that about or That's what it touches on a lot. Yeah. One of his best friends passed away. Yeah. It's just, it just feels like such a personal, personal song, but I'm sure um, to some extent we can all, we can all relate to the message. The overall exactly. Message of the song. I was just going to say that everybody can relate to that song. And, um, the, the recording of it is, I mean, it's cool to me, mm-hmm. but, uh, there's some rough, it's kind of rough still. It's not like polished, polished. Like that record is not polished. The songs are, you know, it's, it's, I don't know how to describe what I'm saying, but it's not, it's not perfect at all. Right. Um, but I, I like that, you know, there's, there's some cracks in his voice in that one, but it's all honest. You know, that's, that's the one thing we don't, we're not, it's guitar based music, which is not really important anymore. You know, it's like yeah, I agree. Fucking computers and shit, but, uh, it's all, you know, guitar-based, drum-based, rock and roll music, and um, it's not perfect all the time, and that's what makes it cool, and that's why I like Dope Sick. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah, it's perfect. I agree. It's perfect in its in, uh, imperfection. Exactly, yeah. That, that's, that's what I'm getting at. I mean, I, I was listening to uh, the new Skin Lab record. I like that record a lot. It sounds really good, like, all yeah. the way through it. There's, there's, it's, you know, it's... it's perfect you know then there's records that are just they sound perfect the recording and the music and everything there's no mistakes there's nothing maybe it's because i didn't make the record i can hear mistakes on my record and shit and uh i don't know it's just it's weird you, you want to put it up to every record and see if it sounds good or not and it's like it's not every record it's a different record you know i'm i made it that way for a reason you know i like i like different music and um it's fun for me to play different music and it's fun for me to listen to the different music. So, you know, that's why it's, it's all over the place as far as style wise. Well, I wonder if there's a correlation think, between, you know, you, well, you know, that you like hearing the imperfections. That's kind of like going to a live show. I mean, you're going to hear all those imperfections and little screw ups here and there. And that's kind of what makes a live show so much fun to go to. It depends on which live show you go to now though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you might you might get some backing tracks, but I mean, there's no way we would ever play to a backing track. Uh, I don't know what I'm saying. I just I mean, I like sometimes a lady asked me the other day at the dog park, and it's like adult people, you know, they're not into the rock and roll shit. But she was asking me what kind of music I play, and I said punk rock, and I'm like, that's not punk rock. But I say that because it's not, I don't, it's not polished like other metal and other stuff, right. you know. Uh, that's why I don't call us metal because it's not. I don't know. I think there's just some some stuff on it that makes it a little bit punk rocky to me. Yeah. And I don't know. You know, I don't know what that what well, that means. But with all your influences, I'm sure punk rock's in there too, though. So huge. I mean, huge. I love. 
I mean, I love Van Halen. I fucking yeah. love Bad Brains. I love the Sex Pistols at the same time. And they're completely different animals, you know. But it's oh, like definitely. I love. I love Bad Brains. Probably the best thing. It's 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 cool and it's so different. All the stuff. So, you know. Yeah. That's a big influence on me. Yeah, I um, I have to say, it sounds like growing up, music was something that you were you were influenced to quite a quite a bit, and it was just something that you was in your household and seems like a very integral part of your upbringing and your family. It, it was. I think um, that was before computers and shit. So I mean. You know, you'd go to your room and you'd listen to your records. You know, mm-hmm. you'd play guitar, listen to your records. Well, now you go on Facebook and look at fucking titties and shit like that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you would go, you would go in your room and you were by yourself and you had to listen to your music and look at the records and you know that kind of thing. It was a different, it was a different thing back then. Um, but I've always liked music, and it's like they were my friends. You know what I mean? Like. Mm-hmm those guys are my friends like growing up listening to Van Halen Eddie Van Halen was my friend I listen to him every day you know I know what he plays I know the parts he plays fucking same with Ozzy same with all those records um but they were important I think that's not as important now kids don't spend as much time in their rooms just listen to the music listen to one song or whatever they think is cool but you know what I mean back in the day we had to kind of find you know it was it was just different um but there was always music in my household my uh my stepsister, she had Kiss and Aerosmith. My mom had Elton John and Pink Floyd. My brother, my stepbrother had Earth, Wind and Fire and the Commodores. Nice. And then my dad was deaf in one ear, so he had mm. blues because he could just hear the fucking drum and like bam, bam, bam. So he listened to blues like ZZ Top and shit. Oh, okay. So I got a lot, and Bob Seger. So I got a lot of fucking influences all over the place. And then uh, once I got to school and started hanging around people and learning different bands. I got into, you know, Bad Brains and Black Flag and Metallica Mm -hmm. and, Mm -hmm. you know, just all the other shit. But music was always around my house, the classic stuff. And I always respected that shit where I don't think kids respect where music comes from now. You know, they're playing Iron Maiden riffs and it's like, they don't even know where the fuck they're coming from. (laughs) Like, dude, that music's already been made 20 years ago, dumbass. Right, exactly. you know, I don't mean that mean. I'm just, <laughs> but I'm just saying. It's like right. I respected the people that I I looked up to. Like I, they were like my heroes. They were like my teachers. And now I don't think kids respect where the music came from. And I don't think they know where it came from. Some of it, but yeah, that's no, my opinion. I, no, it's I like agree. it's like I they agree. don't do the homework anymore. Yeah, at all. You know, they don't know. I mean, I've heard people hear covers and they think it's the band and it's yeah. like, what the fuck that's, <laughs> not this, dude, that's well, the fucking other guy well I think the perfect example is uh, Billy Ellish I mean she didn't even know who Van Halen was how do you not know who Van Halen is I uh, I'm trying not to talk shit this year that's my thing it's okay all got anybody. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm sorry because we're all playing music we're all trying True. to do right. the same thing right. but uh, then there's other people that are coming from different places and if you say you're a musician I don't care how the fuck old you are and you don't know Van Halen so much it hits you in the head with fucking fair warning. Right, <laughs> right, right exactly. Fucking head. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, if you don't know Panama and Jump, you, you're, where the fuck you been, under a rock? Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, even this day and age, you so, turn on any radio station, you're going to hear those songs. Yeah. Oh, Guaranteed. Yeah, I mean, you don't listen to, but I mean, kids don't listen to the radio or people don't listen to the radio. Yeah. The no, they don't. Uh, they don't. We had a lot of Van Halen so far in this talk, but last night I was in the whiskey office 
doing some stuff, and mm-hmm. they've got a picture of three Van Halen set lists from 1978, oh, nice. like Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Oh. $5 worth of tickets, but I mean, the set list was just awesome. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. And I took a picture and stuff. And <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's but, awesome. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, that girl raked it up on the Grammy, so I mean, yeah. she must be doing something good. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't watch the Grammys. Oh, I don't either. I think it's a bunch of shit. Yeah, uh, pretty much. The best thing about the Grammys was Death Angel was nominated. Yes. That was the best thing about the Grammys this year to me. I love them. I love them. I don't know if you've, uh, you have their uh, Humanicide, uh, their newest release, but it's pretty, pretty badass. <laughs> they, uh, those guys were a big influence on me, like a big, big influence because where I grew up, uh, I grew up in Destin, Florida, which is a small place. And we didn't have all the music, so I would just get music from weird places. Mm. So when I moved to the Bay Area, like all those guys grew up with all, all those guys grew up with each other. They knew everybody. And uh, I like Death Angel's second record, which they don't really play too much, Follow to the Park, mm. is what I like. That's like the one that got me into it. Um, same with Exodus. I got into Fabulous Disaster. <laughs> like the second record or third record. I don't even know which one it is, but it's later. It's not the first ones. Yeah. Um, so some of the smaller bands were big influences on me. Um, when I got to the Bay Area, I got to be friends with some of those guys. And like one of my best friends is the drummer, Death Angel, Will Carroll. I, oh. I love, I love that shit. Um, <laughs> some of those guys don't like me in that band, but uh, I really like that <laughs> band. I really like that vibe. <laughs> So, uh, isn't Testament from the, aren't they from the Bay Area too? Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. I was, yeah. I was thinking about this this morning because uh, we're playing, we're playing San Francisco, Sacramento, and then we're playing Hollywood. Nice. And I lived in the Bay Area for 20 years. That's home to me. But I live in L.A. now and I'm down here and it's a different, completely different vibe. And uh, I was thinking about bands like Rat and just some mm-hmm. hair bands and Skid Row and some other bands. Those bands didn't really play the Bay Area. They didn't like that shit up there. It's like Testament, Exodus, yeah, yeah, Metallica, Forbidden, uh, Death Angel. I mean, they didn't want, you know what I mean? It's like that, they didn't really hit that area. I was thinking about that this morning. I thought it was funny. Yeah, that um, is funny. I don't know why I threw that out there, but there's... There, I don't know. No, that's <laughs> back cool. to more different different music. <laughs> no, that is. Uh, I think you still see that a little bit here and there. I mean, there's certain areas where you you won't you know catch certain shows just because of the genre for sure. They just. I mean, I was I was talking to my drummer last night, and uh, he's cool. He's younger. He's younger than I am, but he can play everything. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll just bust an Iron Maiden. We'll bust in whatever we want to play, and. Uh, he, he's happy to go to the Bay Area to play these shows. And I was just telling him, I was like, they didn't really have, like, Hollywood music didn't really come up there. Like, it wasn't, they didn't like that shit. They didn't want tight pants and hair up there. They always wore, yeah. you know, they were always in the thrash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yep. it's, a, it's a completely different area, and it's, I'm excited to go up there. Yeah, that that's kind of, uh, it's ironic how areas can be different like that, but that is true. Do you think moving around helped your musical taste, too? Um... I mean, it's a different, know. It's a different scene in Florida than you know the Bay Area to Hollywood. I, I, I think more than anything, it's more cultural uh, influences. Yeah, like when I, I grew, I was born in Cerritos. I was born in Long mm. Beach and grew up in Cerritos. And in third grade, I moved to Florida. So I grew up California. You know, like there was everything just like it is now. There was every culture in my school. There was every kid. There was all kind of crazy shit. And then when I went to Florida. 
I was wearing Vans in third grade, and people called me a faggot. And <laughs> you know, I was like, "Whoa!" So I throw all my Vans away. Oh. Uh, people, people are slower back there. I'm gonna get shit probably for this, whatever. But I mean, the South people are slower, and it was a huge culture shock for me to yeah. go back there. But what I did learn back there was like I got into Fats Domino, and I got into some different music. Right. But uh. I think when you're in places like that, like when you're in Hollywood or San Francisco, there's a lot of shit to do. There's a lot of diversity. And then when you're like in the Midwest or you're in the South, it's suppressed kind of. So it's hard for kids to, you know, I don't know. It's just California. You're jaded kind of when you're in California. There's so much to do. And there's, you know, there's shows every single night. There's fucking something to do. Uh, and those other places don't really get that stuff. So, you know, yeah. I didn't like Florida when I lived there. It was horrible. You know, it was, um, we could only play covers when we played, yeah. you know, people didn't like what we played. They didn't like how we looked, all that kind of shit. So it was like, I wasn't supposed to be there. I didn't sit there. Um, when I got back to California, everything was fine again, but yeah, I can imagine I've lived good. I was just going to say, I can imagine maybe you felt like a little bit of a, of like an outsider, a freak almost like because I know Freaks is is the release, so that kind of like fits. Well, I wonder know, if the, you know. Different. I'm sure that. I mean, that kind of. Yeah, I think. I think some kids that are like creative or yeah, uh, musicians or gay or whatever, whatever you are, but you're just a little different from the norm. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not all the cool kids on the baseball team or whatever. Uh, and you're, they call you a freak or whatever you are. I don't think there's nothing wrong with that word. You know, no, I think it's, I'm happy to be a freak. You know, it. it uh, that's a good word to me. You know, oh, yeah. that means that I'm yeah. I'm okay. Well, uh, and I think anybody else that's a freak's okay. That means they're probably creative. They probably don't think like the other motherfucker. They think out of the box and that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. Exactly. That's what I was about to say. You know, if 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 it wasn't for you know the quote unquote freaks, we wouldn't have art. We wouldn't have you know the musical, you know where music has gone and come from. And you know, it's the outsider people. It's the the people that are different that really drive that because they have to be more creative. They have to find their way because they don't fit in the little box that everybody yeah. else lives in. It's weird when, uh, now you can't say anything without hurting somebody's feelings, <laughs> but yeah. hopefully that'll change pretty soon. You can say what you want again. It's okay. Amen. But, uh, I was, I really, when we're doing the video, I wanted to go downtown and do some different shots of like people on the street. Cause you see so much shit and like just driving down Hollywood Boulevard, you'll see just freaks, yeah. you know, but they're kind of, you know, they're freaks. Some are on drugs, some are crazy, but I didn't want to be mean to anybody. I didn't want anybody to go, oh, you're taking advantage of fucking these mental people or whatever. And it's like, you know, I wanted to include more shit, but I didn't for that reason. Uh, but there's just freaks everywhere. I can yeah. people watch all day long. You know what I mean? It's like, mm -hmm. this is well, part of society. That's what, that's what we do when we go to shows. We just people watch. Yeah. People watching <laughs> is fun. Well, yeah, I mean, you uh, you get style from you looking do. at other people. I'll see dudes that are wearing cool shoes. I'm like, I like those shoes. I'll go get them. They don't look good on me. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. you, you learn from being around other people, and you learn from people that are different from you. And yeah. I think that's what people should try and do is accept the differences in music and whatever the fuck it is and, like, just try and... Try and get along a little better. Try and be a little bit nicer. To my singer told me that one time. I, I, this band was playing and they had all these outfits on and looked crazy as shit. And I didn't really like them. But he was like, "Man, but they're doing the same thing we are. So you know, you should fucking listen and 
at least give him respect for that. And I felt like an asshole. And then uh, I watched <laughs> him and thought, the same, thought that. I still didn't really like the band. But, I mean, everybody's doing the same thing. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? We're trying to do the same thing. Some people shouldn't do it. But, uh, I don't know, this year I'm just trying to be a little more nice and tolerant of stuff sure. I guess it's hard you know and I was talking sh- a little bit of shit about Billy but you know I honestly I've purposely avoided listening to her music because I've kind of got it in my head a certain like like you were saying about the band that you didn't like you know I got kind of got that in my head and I probably should just listen to her and give her a chance at least and before you know placing judgment I think I'm just um, I don't know I would still talk shit on her because you don't know that anyway. <laughs> but uh, there's a there's a girl that's out poppy right now yeah. P-P-Y. and she's fucking badass it's cool as shit uh She's doing real good on the charts and all that kind of stuff, but besides that, it's kind of underground to me. It's uh, just check it out. It's, it's cool. It's neat. It's a little bit different. Um, she didn't win any Grammys. Yeah, we'll check it out. We I like don't, different. I, I I don't know how those Grammy things work, but uh, it's never like the person ne- the person never wins. It should win. I yeah, think. I agree. You know, in, in our agree. in our type of music. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's all rigged. We got yeah. we got a lot of well, we don't fuck that. I think we should stay outside the box. We should stay where we're at. We'll keep, we'll, you know, enjoy our shit and we'll make our own shit. You know, fuck the mainstream. Right. Uh, You're like, yeah, where's, there's no money in that though, right? No, no, I don't, I don't, I don't, I think if you get in music, I think a lot of those people are in music for money. Yeah. And it's like, I never got into music for money. I got into it that's what I love to do and that's what makes me happy. Uh, so when you think like that, like I need to make music to make money, I don't know. Maybe that's what they do, but I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, nobody makes music, money in music right now because it's just not set up. The industry isn't set but up to do that. If, if, I'm sorry. If they, if they, if I ever get nominated for a Grammy, you better goddamn believe I'm going though. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. For sure. That's your, uh, and then you can make your stamp on the world. I will go for sure. Let everybody know that I was there. I might not. I might not be there the whole event. I might get asked to leave, but I'm going. Right, right. Well, you got to be. You know, I mean, it's like you said. It's all about being, being yourself and being proud of being a freak, and that's how we all should be. Uh, yeah. If you look at the music, the people that are coming out right now. Mm-hmm. You couldn't be get offended if they called you a freak. I mean, look at the Tom McDonald guy. Yeah. The dude looks crazy as shit. Yeah. Look at the Takashi Six Nine. Look at uh, uh, yeah. the Billy girl. They all look crazy. I mean, tattoos on their face, different colored hair, all kind of crazy shit. But I mean, that's what gets them attention. You know. You yeah. know, I think that's kind I mean, of what's happening with right now. It's you know. Post Malone. Yeah, Post Malone. Oh. You know, in the eighties. Motherfucker on a Doritos commercial this morning. <laughs> yeah, I did. I, I know, I did too. too. But I think that's kind of what's happening. You know, in the 80s, you know, the hair metal scene and, you know, the big hair and dudes dressing like women and, you know, with their, you know, all that kind of shit. That was like, holy shit, devil music. Well, now I think they're looking at, you know, all these pop artists and rap artists and stuff. They're going like way outside the box and, you know, they're the new focus. And I think that's part of what makes them so popular, too. I just don't. It's hard not to talk shit when you're trying not to talk shit. Uh, I mean, I've listened to I've listened to all that stuff I just named, 
it's just not my style of music. Yeah, it's just no. not my shit. It's all it's all rap based, which I love rap. I love fucking Ice Cube. I love yes. fucking oh, yeah. DLC. NWA, I love Easy E. Yeah. Uh, I like real rap shit. I like yeah. Common. You know, I like mm-hmm. fucking Tribe Called Quest. Shit like yeah. that. Um, Outcast. Yeah, but there was but actually those guys all have substance. Right. Yeah, those guys exactly. all have substance to what the fuck they're doing and what they're saying. And if you just scream bitch and the N word and grab your nuts and shit. Like the Takashi video I watched, he didn't do nothing but say motherfucker and bitch and the N word. Right, <laughs> I, mean, I was right. like, does it? <laughs> yeah, no, right. No, really rapping or nothing. Right. So to me, you know, they just call me old. But it's like to me, a lot of that shit just has no substance to it. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. And I 100%. think I think substance it's is what a lot of what is missing in the industry. It's all surface shit. And um, well, on the you know, on the pop side of it, yeah, there are some bands that are a little bit heavier that are kind of surface as far as lyrics and don't really go deep. And yeah, but I don't I don't want to talk shit on anybody. Right. Really, I'm trying not. To. Yeah, I was gonna say it's, it's hard not to. I know, uh, but we're I mean, not helping. Damn it. <laughs> No, no, but I mean, it's just part of we're talking shit. Um, like, I love the Foo Fighters. I think they're really cool, but that's not like, I don't think when I was a kid, like, I'd look up to that band, like, holy shit, holy shit. But I mean, I love every song they do. They're yeah. fucking really mm-hmm. cool. They're fucking badass. But when I was young, the bands were just different to me. I don't know. I, uh, I did an interview or five questions with somebody about songs that changed my life. And yeah. it was like these bands that I named were like, it was a big deal. It was Bad Brains, uh, Metallica, like Master of Puppets. When I heard that, I was like, holy shit. When I heard Eruption, I was like, holy shit. Mm, um, mm-hmm. When I heard Corn, that was like, whoa. Yeah, you know, yeah. um, just certain things that changed it. Rage Against the Machine, yep. 311, Jane's Addiction. All those bands, that like changed. You know what I mean? It was like, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. Each one I, I learned from and got some creative shit off of. Um and I like bands like that. They just have some substance and have some shit to them. Well, I can tell you, I the thing that I love about A Violent Happy Place is that every song is different and has a different um, sound to it. Like Skin skin to the Bones, that to me, mm-hmm. I, I heard that song and I was like, holy shit. Like, that's another one of my favorites. Cool. I, I mean, that one's aggressive and it makes me like, you want to drive your car fast kind yeah, of? Exactly, <laughs> um, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Smashing some trash cans. Yes. Uh... I mean, I, I I like the record a lot now that I've done it. I wish I would have added some different shit and taken some different songs off. It was just so many. We had so many songs to pick out of, and I was just kind of writing what John liked because right. John's in Arizona. Mm, right. Yeah. So it was like when we were together, I didn't want to just fucking argue or not argue, but just like dick around. I wanted to get as much as we could done. So kind of whatever he uh, wrote to and he liked, that's what we did. There's some other stuff that I really like that we didn't, that he didn't really gravitate to. Mm. But um, this stuff too is, it's different. Like when we practiced last night, I didn't play the songs for like a week. Mm. I don't play these songs every day when I practice because they're, they're super energy to me. And it's like, uh, like, let's start, I mean, like getting something out of me. It's like fucking a massage or like some kind of, thing when I play them you know I, I get I get excited I stomp mm-hmm. my feet I jump up and down uh, so the, the music does that to me like they're little capsules of energy and, and emotion each one of them to me and uh, they're all different so it's 
it's cool. I think I lost some people by being so diverse, though. I don't <laughs> think people want to hear that much different shit. You know, yeah. uh, either I'm stupid or they're stupid. But I think, I think they're stupid. Uh, <laughs> it just it goes back to like I used to like listen to Led Zeppelin. You know, yeah. like I still do, but like yeah. I like putting that record in, and it like it hits you all over. You know, it hits mm-hmm. you in the head, it hits you in the fucking arm, it hits you in the stomach, it hits you in the heart. You know, you don't need to just be hitting the head twenty thousand times over and over with each song. Right. To me, you know, so that's why I tried to just put as much diversity on there as I could and try and be honest with my uh with my writing you know and just be honest what came out like not try to i gotta write fucking 27 slipknot songs you know it's like whatever the fuck's coming out i'm gonna write and uh same with john you know he was like he uh all singers that are good or emotional or weird in some way Mm -hmm. and he is weird in that way uh so he can just tap into the emotions. Cool. I mean, that's the one thing that me and have me and him have really, really good is that we can tap into the same kind of thing. Like he doesn't like the music I like. I don't like the music he likes really, but uh, we can create something cool together. And yeah. I, I like that. I, I, I'm proud of that and I appreciate that. Oh, that's what makes the magic happen. Right. How long have you and yeah. John, how long have you and John known each other? Uh, I met him. I did the EP by myself. I did that in 2015, 16. And it came out in 17. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I was looking for a singer the whole time. And uh, some people showed me a video of John's other band, Lethal Injection. <laughs> uh, he does a couple other bands in Arizona, and they're they're really good. Like Lethal Injection is really good. His other band, Stands with Fist, is really good. Um, but they showed me the Lethal Injection video, and I was like, man, fuck that guy. He looks like a problem. So <laughs> he just looks cool. He got he had a fucking polka dotted hair and a fucking all kind of crazy shit. And I was like, no, nah, I can't deal with that. So somebody else, man, you got to try this guy. And it was him again. <laughs> and I was like, man, I've seen that shit twice. Fuck it, fuck it. Uh, and then one night I was at the whiskey watching some friends play. And this guy was like, man, I'm going over to Arizona to see this guy. And man, he's badass. Dude, check him out. And it was John. (laughs) I said, call that motherfucker up right now. And uh, we got on the phone and, you know, he was, he was cool. Uh, It's just hard for us to work because he's busy. He also blows glass. Like, so this whole next month, he's doing this big thing for Las Vegas. So he's, you know, he's really busy and it's hard to do stuff, but it is what it is, you know? Yeah. Um, it was a drummer, a bass player. I could switch him out real quick, but it's a singer, so that's a little harder. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, uh, exactly. But I like what we did, and um, I'm anxious to start writing some new shit because he didn't really like. I'd write a lot of stuff, and then he would come right to it. He wasn't there with me to like mm-hmm. move the shit around. Right, uh, and I think that he would feel a lot more comfortable and. I think he wants to be more involved in that part. You know, it's, it's, you know what I mean? Kind of like, Hey, you need to paint blue and green. Well, what if I want to paint purple? Well, this is only for blue and green. So I'm, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. If if he was there, he could, he could move it around more. So, so how much does it mean to you that, you know, dope sick is finally like, you know, coming to like a full and, you know, you're finally getting it out there and being able to do exactly what you want. And, you know, because I know there was a lot of setbacks in the very beginning. Yeah, I try not to talk about this shit. This is so old. I mean, I've been doing this shit for right. so long, and then would would go. Mm-hmm. I went and did Sebastian Bach. I went and did some other stuff. I, would, I did this thing called 9mm Disco. I did other stuff, 
because Dope Sick is my baby and it's like every once in a while it just gets hard. It's just yeah. too fucking hard. I couldn't do it by myself. People would quit, whatever. Yeah. You know, it's like I'm just it's me, you know. Luckily this time I got a I got help from EMP. Yep. Uh, Tom Hazard and Dave yeah. Elfison's label, you know, they put the two records out. They helped me a lot with that stuff. Yeah. They helped me with distribution. So that's helped get the name out a little bit more and uh, have some songs that people like, you know, which is cool. Um, but it means a lot to me that anybody likes any of the music. Last night, when we were leaving the studio, I saw some kids out and I, they just friended me on Facebook. But I, I check anybody out who I... You know, I try to check everybody out if they send me some music. And if it sucks, I'll delete it. But these kids are cool. It's called AAK Band, I think. But uh, I recognized the guitar player, and I went over, and I was like, hey, man, I was like, what's the name of your band? And they're like, dude, Dope Sick. And they, they like Dope Sick. They knew it. And they're like, <laughs> nice. dude, I love that record. It just it made me feel fucking so good. Uh, so it's, it's cool when people like what you do and uh, give you... Give you just some fucking hey, dude. It was okay. It's just fucking all right. You know what I mean? Because yeah. right. we work hard doing this shit. Anybody making music, you work fucking hard yep. doing it. it. Takes a lot of time. Uh, depending on what you're trying to do, you put your you put your heart out there. You know, you put your insides out there. And when somebody says it sucks, it like it hurts a lot. You know, it's just yeah, it's hard. It's a it's a hard thing, dude. I mean, you you got to have thick fucking skin to do this shit. Yes. Uh, and you got to love what you do. You know, I love doing this shit. I don't make fucking money doing this shit, but I love doing it. And when kids tell me that they like the music or influence them to do something or they want to play guitar now, that's my job. I've done my job. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I do. Um... I think that. Oh, go ahead. I, I think that some of the musicians are here. We're just like, uh, I don't know the word. I'm not good with vocabulary right now, but uh, just like we're the, we're the thing that it comes through and we just give it to somebody else. You know, it came from somebody else and went into us. We give it to somebody else. And I would be happy when I die if people like the music and it inspires them to do something sure. positive. You know what I mean? Or just empower them to do anything. I just hope they, you know, I just hope that it makes people think and does something good for them you know makes them happy in some way yeah well it's all about a legacy leaving you know leaving a legacy making an impression yeah. on the world well, i don't want to die anytime soon i want to make a no i know more, right but, um, right yeah <laughs> you know what i mean there's bands saying. that don't there's bands that aren't big like i don't think bad brands gets as much respect as they no, should they don't. i think everybody yeah. in the fucking world is influenced by bad brands every band and uh they're not rich. They don't get huge tours. They play clubs and shit when they do play. But it's like some of the littler bands are more influential than anybody. You know, like the five finger death punch can kiss my fucking ass, <laughs> but you know, faith no more like the, the other bands that those guys probably listen to those guys. Those, those are the shit. And you know, no, uh, we say that all the time about like living color. Like they're a super underrated band. Yeah. And they didn't get the respect that they deserved. There was a band called 24-7 Spy. Same shit. I saw them open for Jane's Addiction. Uh, maybe three black dudes. Or, it was all black dudes, dreads. But they were fucking badass. And yeah. they did. They had a record called Millennium. Millennial Gumbo, I think. And they kind of went up and went down and went away. But bands like that that come in and hit real hard or hit for a second and influence people. Uh, helmet. Mm -hmm. They never really oh, made yeah. mainstream yeah. success, but dude, those motherfuckers changed music for me. Mm -hmm. uh, 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 nothing face. 
those those guys were fucking huge. But they're little bands, you know. They're not like Five Finger Death Punch or something like that. Yeah. But uh, those were, they were really cool bands, and I think some little bands uh, you influence them somehow. Like you know, Dope Sick will influence somebody, and I'll be very very happy of that. And they'll be like, dude, I love Dope Sick, and it influenced me to do this. So, yeah, I agree. I agree. I can almost guarantee that. I hope it does. I can almost guarantee that Dope Sick will influence somebody. Yeah. For it, sure. It, I hope so. It brings me back to the days of uh, Nirvana and Pearl Jam and, you know, it kind of has that like grungy, grungy feel and stuff. I, just, I don't, I don't get that one except for on the song Why. Mm, um, yeah. John likes, John likes Nirvana a lot. He's a big Kurt Cobain fan. Um, I like Nirvana. Yeah. But that was after... That was late for me in the game, yeah. so, but uh, I don't think I don't think it's grunge at all. Like when I put titles and they ask what it is, I never put grunge. But um, then again, what what that's what you think or what right. the, the listener thinks. So I can't tell a listener what to fucking what to think, you know. So it's right. it's cool that that's their interpretation and that's what they get. And if that's what I'm doing, fucking cool. I didn't yeah. know. I thought I was I doing something it, yeah. else. I think you mean like a grungy <laughs> influence, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's Say for again. me, that's... That's like a grungy influence. That's what I hear. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's where cool. my mind goes for, you know, like, especially with why. That's cool. Um, But, I mean, I was influenced by some of that shit. I listened to a lot of that shit. Um, but my grunge stuff, like, when that shit was popular, there's a band called Skin Yard that was fucking sick. It's Jack and Dino, the... I think on Sub Pop or something like that. That band was fucking awesome and influenced me. Uh, Tad from up there, Mother Love Bone. Oh, yeah, Mother Love Soundgarden. Bone. Yeah. Yep. So, so I like some of the uh, undergrounder, not the famous ones of the uh, grunge shit. Right. You know, uh, the fuck's the other one I liked? Mud Honey. Oh yeah, was Mud fucking Honey. cool. So, and, yeah. and they were they. I think Mud Honey influenced all the Seattle shit yeah. to start with. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. where it started. But I like those, you know those those guys of the grunge thing. So yeah. So, yeah but a lot so, of people, yeah. a lot of people say the record touches on '90s shit. Which, yeah. Yeah, that'd be the you know, the right era. So. I could hear that. Uh, it seems like a long time ago to me, but if that's what the music sounds like and that's what it comes out, I'm cool with that. I like it. Uh, the music now is like tuned to B and it all kind of sounds similar. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I guess I'm glad it doesn't sound like 2020. I don't want to be yeah. dated or, or yeah. doing something like dinosaur shit, but uh, again, I want to make music that's pure from my heart. Right. You know, I don't care what anybody else is doing. I don't give a fuck what anybody else is doing. I just want to play what what makes me happy and what makes the guys that I'm playing with happy. And you know, we got to get a response from people, but we get a response. Yeah. I well, always I always say a good music could, should have elements and tones and different feels from multi genres and multi different artists, not just you know copycat and everybody else. You know, and then your record definitely does that. <laughs> But again, again, going back to Led Zeppelin and stuff, like you can hear country on that shit. You can hear like heavy kind of stuff. Yeah. You can hear just just music, you know, just music. That's the whole thing to me is like music. Now some of the songs to me aren't music. It's like noises and <laughs> it sounds, but yeah. it's not music. It's like, you know, you, you made a three minute something, but that's not like music to me. Right. 
No, I, I, yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. And I I do agree with that too. Um, as far as today's, a lot of today's music that's, um, consumed that's floating around. We're we're talking about the new rap. It's some of the shit sounds like a CD skipping. (laughs) I told told her (laughs) it does. I I love, I love hip hop, but it's, uh, that's not the same hip hop to me. No, it's not. I'm not just gonna, I'm not gonna like it just because everybody else thinks it's cool and it's neat right now. It's like, dude, go listen to some old shit. Go listen to DOC. Yeah. Go listen to fucking, go listen to fucking Easy E, the first shit, and stuff like that. I mean, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, I agree. Can't force anybody to do anything though. So. No, you you can't, yeah. and it's kids too. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, kids are kids are gonna listen to what everything is cool and everybody else is listening to, and you got to think that everything, like the radios and stuff, are, and no MTV, no radio stuff yeah. like that. So the kids, you know, if you know how to market fucking Instagram and YouTube and shit, there you go. Yeah, yep. you know, and that's what all the kids are doing. So, you know, I don't, I, I struggle doing all that stuff. I need, I know I need to do social media and stuff, but it's hard for me. It fucking yeah. wears me out. Uh, if I click on something, it doesn't go right. I'm fucked for an hour. <laughs> yeah. Trying to figure out some little fucking click thing. Uh, so I feel the same way. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I feel the same way about music. I mean, I, I always just listen to whatever sounded good to me. It didn't matter the genre or the style is, you know, as long as it had a good beat and it sounded good and it had a little bit of substance to it. I was all in. I think, like the first time the Beastie Boys you heard the Beastie Boys I don't know where where people were but it, when the first you heard the Beastie Boys it wasn't what you were used to hearing it was like whoa it was like your black friend at school was listening to it and right. you know what I mean it was like yeah. oh, what the fuck is that shit uh, Eminem had the same but it effect. was cool say again I said Eminem had the same effect like who's this white boy but all you know everybody listened to him it didn't matter but, but no I'm just saying as far as the Beastie Boys it was I mean, everybody was listening to a white, black, and all this shit, but all of a sudden, it was just, like, different people. Yeah. A lot of different people were listening to the Beastie Boys where it wasn't yeah. just, like, Slayer. You know what I mean? Like, it was, like, people that liked Slayer like the Beastie Boys. People that liked all different kind of shit like the Beastie Boys. And it was, like, that's neat when uh, something is so... Everybody likes it, yeah. you know? Yeah. I think it's funny that they had such a colorful and wonderful career and it was based off of, you know, basically because they couldn't sing for the most part. So they started rapping. <laughs> it, they started punk rock. Like yeah. yeah. Hear some of the shit, it's just, it's just punk rock stuff. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, those guys, those guys were smart to, to take what they liked. They liked punk rock. They liked, uh, you know, hip hop shit and just, and they make molded. a neat thing. Yeah. They molded um, it, made it their own. And run DMC too. I mean that kind of shit. Yes. Those things were just different, you know. They were just fucking different back then. I don't know. I do have a. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm like a, No, you're fine. <laughs> I'm gonna sound like a dinosaur after this interview. Oh, you don't sound like a dinosaur. Trust me. I was I was in uh, high school and, and college in the '90s. So. Um, She's right think, there, right there with I, you. Yeah. I'm not sure if I think every person says like, you know, when they were in high school, the music was this or whatever. And then maybe everybody goes back to that. And it, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the music now sucks. Like your parents are like, Oh, this is shit. But, uh, I think really now the music that's coming out is, is horrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so I go back and, and if something new comes out, that's cool. I'll fucking dig it. No problem. Like I love a mirror. That's, that's, mm-hmm. that's not new, but it's a newer band. But yeah. Fucking, right. You know, there is new stuff coming out that's good. 
but you just, it, it's got to have some substance to it and it's got to be, you know, something, something cool than something original and something real. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Cause this world is for the most part, a lot of it's fake as hell. So, you know, yep. we need some reality. <laughs> Thanks social media for that stuff, I guess. Amen. Yeah, you can <laughs> definitely. Um, when I was watching Freaks, watching the video, for a moment there, you were wearing a shirt with a picture of a dog on it, and it said Frank. Um, yep. Is that your uh, pup? Yep, that was a guy who went to heaven. Aw. But, uh, Aww. might get sad right there over that one. Um, I'm sorry. A lot of people. <laughs> no, it's all good. I mean, I, I love him. But anybody that knows Dope Sick knows Frank. Yeah. And, uh, that was just... <laughs> That was my guy. He yeah. went everywhere with me and uh, was cool. So anybody that knows Dope Sick pretty much knows Frank. So I figured yeah. I should put him in there for a minute. Yeah, I um, I have two dogs, so that was that well, just it, caught my caught well, my attention. Yeah, you knew Ari had a, a greyhound yeah, that, passed that passed away. away so. And her her oldest dog right now is you know she's coming to the end too. So we're we're counting our blessings. Dude, that one choked me up. Yeah, yeah sorry. <laughs> we're counting our blessings for no, the time, for the time that we do have I, uh, with her yeah. left. So I got a new puppy now. Uh, yeah, Lou. He's a Catahoula. He's oh, he'll be nice. six months old. He'll be six months old on the fifth. And uh, then I got little Pete, my little Chihuahua, and he's deaf, but he's fucking badass. That is, I, I just, I'm, I just love animals, and I'm, I'm a big dog person, so I just love dogs. So I just, I'll I, probably make some of those Frank shirts. Not a whole lot, but I'll probably make like one run of them because people have asked for them. And uh, again, that was my, that was my dude. Yeah. Well, you can count us, and we'll get a Frank shirt. Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah. I'll send you guys a Frank shirt. <laughs> nice. Uh, did you guys listen? Did Were you familiar with the EP at all or just the new record? I haven't had a chance to listen to the EP yet. I did um, catch uh, stuff. I did listen to the uh, song you did with uh, El Nino with the uh, lead singer, Rele uh, Release Me, I think. Release Me? Yeah. yeah. And I definitely... Uh, I love it. I'm I'm a big El Nino fan, so I thought that was cool uh, that you were able to work with them and stuff. And I like the song. I really do. Cool. I'm actually glad you guys weren't asking about that. I'm sick of talking about it. But um, <laughs> uh, the reason I got to work with Christian was because Dave Shivari, the drummer, was my manager at that time. So we oh, okay. with him. Okay. But uh, um, I love that EP. And it's really cool, and I'm proud of it because I did it all by myself and had Jared work with me on that song and have Christian work. Uh, Aaron Rossi from Prong and Ministry played drums on all that yeah. shit, and he played drums on some of the new stuff. So on the EP, I got to work with really cool people, and I got to do it by myself with nobody telling me what to do, and nobody yeah. else I had to think for anybody else or think with anybody else. Um, on the new record, I had to think for or with John. Right. And not think for him, but like I had him in mind well, right. when, when I'd make a decision on what the song placement, if he liked it, I would, I would, you know what I mean? I'd, I'd take mm -hmm. his opinion. I'd, I'd do it where on the EP I didn't. And, um, I kind of liked that better, <laughs> but when you work with somebody, you have to be, 
you know, you have to give and take. Right. So, um, right. I'm anxious. We're going to write something. I think maybe put out one song that's not on the record. Just write one new song and put out a single. And I'm really anxious to do that. I think we're going to try and do that in summertime. Like let this record do a little bit and then put one song out. That's just, I want to write something super heavy. Yeah. So right now that's what I'm saying, but watch it'll come out reggae and fucking pop. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like fucking Backstreet Boys or some shit. Yeah, <laughs> but what, what I'm aiming for right now is something from. really fucking heavy and really fucking <laughs> driving. But uh, let's see what happens. Yeah. So is there a possibility that you would do something on your own like that again? Or is maybe like you're saying, just throw out a few singles here and there on the side? Uh, depends. I mean, there's some instrumentals on the EP. Um if I get to the point where I can't work because of somebody or something, I'll do stuff by myself. But uh, right now, everything's cool and I'm busy. Just, you know, taking care and keeping it together by myself. It's hard to do all the business shit by myself. And, right. You know, try and book shows and do anything because we don't have a booker. I don't have a manager right now. Um, so I'm doing a lot of shit by myself. But um, I'm happy with, I'm happy right now. So I'm, I'm cool. I don't want to, I don't need no more shit on my plate. <laughs> but uh, when you when you start writing, some you just write, so it doesn't. You don't know when you're gonna write a batch of shit that you want to put out. You know. Yeah, because uh, you know, you're talking about doing instrumental stuff, and you know, Mark Rizzo does his own instrumental, and there's other artists that do it too. But you know, it's it's interesting going to a show where it's nothing but you know him playing guitar. <laughs> no singing. He's got a little iPod set up for the rest of the instruments and. It was cool. I mean, I, I really dug, dug it, and I thought it was awesome. I don't know why more. Did people... you see him, Mark Rizzo? Yeah. yeah. When I saw him, I, I saw him, and there wasn't very many people. But like you said, he came out fucking just himself and amp plugged into his fucking little yeah. thing and just ripped it up for like yep. forty five minutes an hour. Yeah, he he played uh, like, he played like there was a thousand people in the crowd, and he didn't give totally, a fuck. <laughs> totally, awesome. he was happy. It was super cool. Talked to all the people. Um, I fucking really like Buckethead a lot. Like I love Buckethead, and before he was in Guns N' Roses. I used to see him in the city all the time in San Francisco. Mm, mm. Um, so I like seeing that, but I've never seen Buckethead with more than maybe 25 people until he was in Guns N' Roses. Now the fucking thing's sold out like he's going to play fucking Welcome to the Jungle or some shit. But, uh, so you, when you do those, when you do those kind of instrumental things, I don't think you get a huge crowd. Like, no. unless you're Steve Vai. You know, right. I think yeah. Steve Vai sold out to Fillmore and shit. But, um... To do those instrumental things, I'd like to do uh, one of the songs on the EP, but it's hard. I mean, there's a lot of shit to do, and it's all by yourself, so I would have to have... I'd have to have like, some keyboards. I'd have to have a lot of shit. I'd have to have some, some other players play with me to make the sounds, or I'd have to play to a backtrack, which right. I don't want to do. You know, I'd rather I'd rather play it live with some people. Right. You know, mm -hmm. Um but I write all the time. Like I have a little studio at home and all my stuff is here. So most of the time I write not on guitar. I write on either acoustic or keyboards or oh, synthesizers okay. or something and just make shit. I make, I make something all the time. I try to record as much as I can just so I get shit out of my head so I don't get clogged up. Right. Yeah. But, um, and that's where those instrumentals turn into. There's an instrumental on the new record called so far or never far mm -hmm. and uh i just made that and sent it to john to like here check this out i just want to put this little this little vamp on it and then he sent it back with lyrics on it and i was like i didn't i didn't want lyrics on that one <laughs> but uh it, it was cool no it was it was cool but that's uh that's how some of the instrumentals come out i think like i'll make one 
send it to him, see if he likes it. And then if he doesn't write to it or like it and I like it, I might just turn it into instrumental stuff, you know? Yeah. I got a whole list of those. Like I got dope six songs to work on. I got ideas for that. And there's always ideas for something. Now you say you had a ton of back material. Do you have enough that you probably could throw out another album at some point? I don't want to use that. Right. I That's kind of what happened with this. Right. It's like Aaron did the drums. Aaron Rossi did the drums. So I had some really cool shit. Like I still got like five or six songs with Aaron on them that are fucking cool. But again, like they're little energy capsules. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not Stairway to Heaven. It's not fucking Hotel California. Right. Right. It's, it's, it's energy. And it's just like those little bursts of thing. And I don't feel some of those right now, you know, gotcha. and I don't want to go back to them if I don't feel you know what I mean if I yeah. feel like man, yeah. I can write something yeah. better I don't want to I don't want to go to that but there is some really cool shit left over some some fucking cool shit well I'm excited either yeah. way I am Definitely. excited excited uh, for I'm you I'm excited and, too yeah excited for you and happy for you for sure um, um the first run of shows we're gonna do is not in May we're doing LA San Francisco and Sacramento just just a weekend but uh they're big places. You know what I mean? They're, they're sure. good shows. They're big places. So uh, it's good to to go and do that. I'm excited for that right now. Sure. I say you don't have anybody helping with uh, setting up tours and everything, but are you working on trying to get a bigger tour set up or maybe doing some festivals or anything like that? Um, I don't know if you guys know, but I'm on probation. Most people know that I'm on probation. I threw somebody's cell phone, so I can't leave California right now. Uh, and that's what, that's why that's kind of why we're sticking in California. Um, probably till summertime. I think I can get off probation in summertime. Okay. But uh, I threw somebody's cell phone that was filming me out of the car, <laughs> okay. and then I ran it over, and uh, I got in trouble for it. Hey. <laughs> so no. At this part of the the new year, new you thing about not trying to talk shit to, you're trying to <laughs> no. trying to work no. on your you know your anger management a little bit too. Yeah, I didn't get no anger management out of this. Surprisingly, yeah. Yeah. I just got probation and fucking give me some money, but uh, no anger management. Yeah, was it? But, um, you know, and that was it. Just what I guess. Were they, did you feel that they, and this is kind of personal, but I'm just curious, like where you were coming from. Did you feel like they were invading your privacy? Oh, you want to know the story? A little well, bit. I mean, yeah, I mean, you brought it up, so we're kind yeah. of curious now. Well, you know, it's uh, like, uh, no, I was going, uh, I was actually taking the dogs to Joshua Tree to the park mm -hmm. and this lady, she was going slow or something. So I honked at her and she did something. I flipped her off and they started filming me. Ah. <laughs> And I was like, what the fuck are you filming me for? So I, I flipped them off. They're filming me. I brake checked them a couple times. You know, not close, but I like right. brake checked them. So got away from them. We pulled over. Uh, the ambulance is coming. So we pull over. Okay. The ambulance goes by. We start to pull back in. And here comes that lady in her fucking car again. Her lady and two men. Uh, she's trying to go in front of all the cars. And I pulled in front. I was like, fuck that. <laughs> Flip them off. And they start filming me again. Uh, so I got mad. And I pulled off the side of the road. And I was like, fuck you motherfuckers. And they pulled up next to me and they're filming me and I'm filming them. And the guy dropped his phone and fucking when he dropped it, I got out and oh, grabbed him and threw it. <laughs> but, uh, that's the honest to God, true story. I got a video of that, but I got arrested for aggravated assault, aggravated assault, robbery, uh, vandalism and reckless driving. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so that's, that it was a huge deal. I mean, I was in jail for a few months over it. That's uh, right when the record came out, I was in jail. 
No, well, do you think they threw and, the uh, book? Do you think they threw the book at you because you know you've you've done time before? That came up, but um, and it's the same thing. I mean, twenty twenty five years ago, I right. went to prison for uh for some stupid shit. I mean, it was for the same kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, road rage thing. Mm. But um, uh, I think they pulled that up. But it's just I didn't do anything wrong this time. I mean, seriously, the dude dropped his phone. I did right. not take his phone. The fucking dude dropped it out of the car. And I grabbed it and threw it. Yeah, you I know? would have. I would have done the same thing and actually. So deep in my heart, I would do the same thing again. <laughs> I mean, uh, honestly, uh, you, know. the, you should have just got destruction of personal property. That's it. I should have got. I should have got probably felony vandalism. Right. You know. Yeah. But this this fucking lady, I I, I, I can't get. I shouldn't get into all this shit. But it's crazy. Okay. Well, honestly, this fucking bitch. This fucking bitch is trying to say she's traumatized <laughs> and she can't work for a year because oh, I the, the fucking fuck Oh ever. come on. Get the fuck out. That of is here. such bullshit. See, this yeah. is this is the pussified yeah. nation that yeah, we live in. Exactly. Right now. Exactly. Ah damn. Yeah. So this is a this is for sure a different interview than you guys usually get, huh? No, oh, I mean normal. this is this is normal for us because we we do our re- honestly honestly. Um, Adam, we do our research, but we interview because we want to have a conversation. We want, we want, you know, we all start from somewhere and you're a human being, we're human beings. We just want to have a conversation. You want to know how many notes we have in front of us? We have nothing in front of us. Yeah. Not swear to God. So, you know, like I said, I mean, obviously I love dope sick. I love what you guys are doing, but I know you're a human being. And so I kind of want to get to know you insofar as you're comfortable with that. But I don't I don't believe in like rapid fire. Same 10 questions you answered in the last interview. I just I don't do you know, I don't want to waste people's time with that bullshit. I appreciate that. Because, I mean, I have to go over a lot of the same stuff a lot of times. It's boring yeah. for me, and it's probably boring for the listener who's heard it. But, uh, too, it's like, I'm honest. You know, I'm yeah. not a fucking liar. I'm going to tell the truth. Like, my manager and the record label were like, dude, don't tell anybody you're in jail. And I was like, <laughs> fuck that shit. I'm in jail. What do you mean I'm going to tell them? I'm, just, I'm under a rock. You know, I'm not right, so right. right now. I'm in fucking jail. <laughs> uh, oh, it's not good. So it, might, it might do this. And it probably did fuck up. A little bit. It pushed the record back 60 days. Yeah. Uh, some stuff got fucked up from that, from like the, it didn't go up on Spotify when it was supposed to because it was supposed to come out before and the dates got switched and shit like that. But shit happens. You know, yeah, I went exactly. to the fucking dentist and on the way home from the dentist, I fucking went to jail. I didn't, you know. Yeah. That's shit just, happens. Yeah, exactly. So, I'm always going to tell the truth. That's that's the one thing is I always tell you the truth. Yeah. And to me, that's, that's real. It's genuine. And that's really what people need to hear. Um, and it's all about making that connection because I think that's what we're missing today in this world is people aren't making the human to human connection. I think we all need to work on that. So, yeah. Yeah. With social media, it's easy not to make this thing, you know. Uh, yes. I'm bad about it too. It's like, when we were younger, people would call you, you know, and mm-hmm. you would pick the phone up and it was that person. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, you can look at it and see who calls. You don't have to talk if you don't want to and just stuff like that. And I wish, I, I wish that would go away. Yeah. I wish that you would, yeah. you'd interact more with people and, and hug and shake hands and, yeah. and, you know, have some, have some touch. Yeah, smell. I agree. <laughs> I agree. So I, like I said, you and I are kindred spirits, my friend for, you know, I'm right. I'm on the same page and I'm reading out of the same book. 
You throw so. cell phones also? <laughs> uh, you know, some days I'd like to. I do. Uh, I did actually yell at a guy walking my dogs today and uh, told him he was a self-centered prick because he was sitting there blocking traffic because he wanted he, to talk. On he, his cell phone. he wanted to talk on his cell phone. And I said, well, you sure as shit can do that off a side street and not. In you know on the main street on the main right street yeah and- possibly causing an accident you dumbass so and he flipped me off and I flipped him off and said you know I can do that too and <laughs> and stuff and you know yeah so yeah she's got a big mouth too. I, I think do. everybody everybody has wanted to throw a cell phone oh yeah you know, I, I've thrown so. my own does that yeah. count <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I do mine too this is the first time I got to swing somebody else you know it was a. Uh, <laughs> I swear to God, it was fun, man. I felt good when I did yes. it. Yes. It, it afterwards, good. but I felt good when I did that much. Oh, man. Oh. Didn't go very far either. I no. feel like I was fucking uh, Patrick Mahomes or whatever from Kansas City and only went like 10 yards. But... Did you get the height? Did you at least, least get the height on it though? That's all. That's all that really matters. I don't know. Like I've thrown mine across the house before, pissed off, and seems to bounce and fly well. Uh, this one, like I threw it, and it just kind of like went slow time in the air. It's <laughs> 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 down. I don't know. But oh man, I think all we're right. supposed to talk more about the the record and the band, but yeah, kind of got into yeah. All right, man. That's how a lot of the interviews go lately. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know. Uh, unfortunately, we do have to uh, cut this a little bit shorter because we got another interview in about 15 minutes. But, you know, it's been super Dude, fun. Thank, super fun talking to you. Thank you guys for talking to me, man. Oh, no thank problem. Thank you guys very much. Awesome. Well, awesome. thank you so much, Adam. I hope you had fun. and um, I did. Thank you guys. Well, you're welcome. We wish you the best. And we'll definitely keep our eyes out for more material and Hopefully you'll make it out here to the East Coast. At some point, we'll be able to actually meet you in person. You know, when you can leave California. When it's, yeah. <laughs> when it's not snowing, I can see your dogs. Yeah, right, exactly. right, exactly. <laughs> Kill it. All right, you guys have a great weekend, and thank you very much. You too, and you're welcome. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Also noise. I was going to say you had to think about that. <laughs> well, when we interview Austin. No, At- not Austin. <laughs> oh, damn it. Adam All right. Albright from Dope Sick. I really hope you enter. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> we oh, hope wait, you. Wait, wait. Stop. <laughs> we really hope you enjoy this interview.